It's the Brian and Jen podcast. She is the perceptive professional and perhaps persistently plucky Jennifer Horn. It's like an extra. <laughs> your conservative crusader. Oh, wow. And he is the wonderful. The talented. The fantastic. Weird is a good W. Man of a million voices. That's right. Brian Whitman. Thank you, Ellen. And you play that sound effect. <laughs> All right, yeah, folks, just is your thing. How are you, my love? You look beautiful, by the way. Really? Thanks. I just put you some do- lipstick on just for you. You know, I don't wear lipstick anymore because of the mask. I feel like it's just a waste of product. So um, <laughs> That's actually true. I didn't think that because, you know, you I, stopped wearing, li- I stopped wearing makeup these days. I stopped wearing lipstick 30 years ago. So, I, no, I never did. I never did wear lipstick. Sure, but, but sure. All, I would assume all of your uh, – what's a tube of lipstick cost? It depends. Look if at this very sparkly a, container of one. Sparkly. You if you're a, if you're a high end cosmetic shopper, oh. and you are. No. You're a mi- you can spend like you can spend fifty bucks for a tube of lipstick, high end. But on the low end, if you go to the drugstore, you can spend five or six bucks. But we have to. If be you efficient. wet and wild, maybe two ninety nine. For this economy, we have to be efficient. So I say to Melania, Melania, just buy chapstick or blistex. Blistex. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway. it depends, but I, you know, usually for me, it's you know twelve bucks probably. I'm and kind of can... lower middle class. Nah, you stop that. <laughs> no, you it's true. The, you are. And Why now, spend fifty bucks on wrong. lipstick? There's nothing wrong with being lowered to middle class. Nothing wrong with that. But don't say that you don't have the resources because you do. Because you work hard and oh, because you've I been would lucky. never spend fifty dollars on you've been, a lipstick. You I couldn't. I could not. What if you were Mark Zuckerberg and you had all that money? Oh, why not? Or Donald Trump. But I don't. Right. So oh, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's one big important fact I left out. I'm not DT. I'm not MK. So no, I'm just right. JH. And yeah, it's just it is what it is. I'm a twelve dollar so, lipstick girl, and that's kind of pricey. And that's okay. Yeah. Since the last Brian and Jen podcast, of course, we have learned Ooh. that President Trump, First Lady Melania Trump, and now I guess about twelve others in their circle, or maybe including them, testing positive for COVID nineteen coronavirus. President uh, on Friday in 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 the during the day, we understand it was a bad Friday morning. Folks were on the staff were very concerned about some episodes. The president's of what blood oxygen levels falling. Yeah, they said it dipped a couple of times. It's not uncommon when you have COVID. We both have had it, and it's really smart to have one of those oximeters so you can keep an eye on your own oxygen levels. And so for the president, it dropped twice. He had a high fever, so they were concerned about that. And out of an abundance of caution, the president was taken to Walter Reed Medical Center before he left. This president is very much into the optics of showing strength and leadership. And before he left for Walter Reed, which he walked out of the White House into Marine One, he released this video. I want to thank everybody for the tremendous support. I'm going to Walter Reed Hospital. I think I'm doing very well, but we're going to make sure that things work out. The First Lady is doing very well. So uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I will never forget it. Thank you. Jennifer, as we here on the Brian and Jen podcast uh, have been talking about this obviously dominant issue, not only nationally, but internationally all over the planet in the days of a COVID-19 pandemic and and President Trump's uh, 
embrace of, of some of the guidelines and, and what he said to Bob Woodward, didn't want to panic, so he downplayed some of it, all of that, of course, factoring in. Then he gets it, and the first lady gets it. so strange. That video on Friday, the other day, the, uh, I, I had like a little flood of emotion for President Trump, the person that I haven't felt before. Um, be, maybe it's because we had COVID-19, but I think it's more because I have in heaven and had in this earthly life, my wonderful dad. And not that my dad is much like President Trump, but in some ways he is. And I saw in that moment, 30 seconds it was, he was still at the White House. And I saw in that moment that he was ill. It was obvious to see that he didn't have the color. And I'm not going to make a joke about me. He just did not look very well. Mm-hmm. But he was clearly, as anyone would be, as you and I were when we dealt with this, just from our listening family overwhelmed with thoughts of and that imagine that on a scope of the, an entire nation how that must feel so the president said um you know thank you and i saw a vulnerability in him and he said and he said and i'll never forget it and i said uh wow my dad would say that you know that's what my dad would say not exactly sure how to completely articulate his his many emotions that we all have mm-hmm. and by the way not really desirous to do that anyway he would say hey you know and brian or hey you know and i'll never forget it and then he would my dad would hook into that he felt that conveyed and if you knew him it did all that he was feeling so then my dad would say it again at a later time and president trump used it again he kept saying i'll never forget it to the american people i think that's the closest he comes to saying you touched my heart and made me feel loved and cared for and i'll never forget it one thing that i think is interesting watching the president over the last and we've watched him together gosh for four years been lucky enough to do that his whole presidency and one of the things that i've noticed over the last couple months i don't know if you saw the campaign rally and i want to say it was in pennsylvania but i could have been michigan i can't remember but it was just literally a couple weeks ago and the president was on stage and people were shouting for him and they were screaming four more years and i really feel and I know we disagree about a lot of the stuff with Trump, but he has been through a lot as a president. He's had a lot thrown at him, whether whether people make the argument it was justified or not. I don't think well, it was, but he's had a lot of investigations. He's had impeachment. He's had a, a pandemic. He got sick with COVID. He's had all of these things kind of thrown at him. Well, I think that's a little bit true. A lot of the storms around him he has been at the vortex of creating some of the and like i said we could argue about that all day long oh, I'm not some, arguing, my love. I'm not some have been created by him some have been created by people who want to take him down in any but case you're right. it's been a he lot has had on. a lot to deal with and contend with as a president and he's still been able to get a lot of things done considering what the circumstances were around him and i think he really i saw him actually get overcome with emotion at one of his rallies where he actually and i couldn't believe i was seeing it he literally had tears in his eyes because he heard the crowd thanking him and screaming for more years and he actually was overcome with emotion i think what the president is going through now is after this tumultuous four-year period realizing what he's done all he wants is for people he always tries to win people over he tried to win over bob woodward he always thinks if he talks to people enough he's going to get them to like him and he's not because people there are people who literally hate him right now. There are literally people who want to see him go away, go to jail, never be seen again. There are people who are never going to have their minds changed. And I think that really bothers him at his core. And so when you see the outpouring of support, I think it does mean something to the president. I think he saw it when he was sick. He saw it at that rally. And literally to see President Trump, who is the definition of alpha male, actually tear up in front of his supporters, that was a really meaningful moment. And I think that is actually, it was legit and it 
was real and it was who he was. And I think and, it gives you a glimpse of what he's going through right now. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, turning to politics here is this is uh, one of what four remain three remaining Brian and Jen podcasts before election day, November three. Of course, uh, when the president announced that he, uh, the first lady Melania Trump, and he had tested positive for COVID nineteen, uh, folks like. Brian and Jan, and I think any decent person did nothing but wish them well. There was also, because he's our president, a conversation about his policies, his leadership on this public health emergency, and now he has it when he had said, it'll just go away, it'll disappear one day. Uh, So so there was a disconnect there. It it felt to a lot, it certainly feels like that to me. So, and it's often been said, we've had the conversation on the podcast, Jen, he'll be judged by the way he reacted to the pandemic being declared, his reaction. But now... Talk about October surprise. He'll be judged by many, and the polls are out today reflecting in a negative way uh, uh, with regard to President Trump. How did he handle his own personal health emergency when he became positive for COVID-19? So this is a year, 2020, of a presidential election that is unlike, I think you'd agree with me, my love, Anything I've ever experienced. Well, in my this life. year just is unlike anything ever. I mean, it is. If forget the election cycle, this has just been one of those years for sure. Now, President Trump raised eyebrows when he went out to greet those supporters. Um, we disagree. I know, Brian. We've talked about this on our show, The Morning Answer. You can listen to us, by the way, wherever you are in the country. If you download the AM eight seventy The Answer app, we're on every single morning, Monday through Friday, for three hours, six a.m. Bu- to nine a.m. Pacific time. Can you guys believe that? I, let us on I know. And And I thought it was the right thing to do for President Trump for a couple of reasons to go out and greet his supporters and actually even return back to the White House. Number one, from a national security issue, you've got the president who you don't want our enemies to get the wrong idea about the condition of the president. And this president has come out strong. He's shown that even with COVID, even with this battle, that he is still very much in control of the company, uh, the country. And I think that's really the company, by the way, the country. And that's really important from a leadership perspective. For the rest of the country, it's important to see their leaders show up. And he also has been saying something that I think as people who have been through this, we've been through COVID, the two of us have have had it. We have. He's saying, don't let fear overrun your life. And I think that is so important. It's a message that spoke to me in my own heart because it's the first thing that happened when I got that diagnosis is that feeling like there's a ticking time bomb inside of you. And to hear our president say, don't be afraid, don't let fear rule you. You know what? It was meaningful. And Joe Biden, uh, who, who had to leave his presidential campaign in 1988 for plagiarism, when he came out and said to America, he said, everybody trying to be appropriate, he said, all we have to fear is fear itself. You know, I, I said, what? Wait, wait. And he goes, I wrote that. And corn I said, pop. no, that's not. Hey, I wrote a corn pop. Want to see my typewriter corn pop? You know, he has a typewriter. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's hear the president. Then I might give you a perspective that is a little bit different. All right. So uh, the president going to – actually, you know, we talked about Walter Reed. Let's hear the president making his announcement that he was back at the White House. This is the president uh, saying that he is there and don't let fool – don't let fear oh, rule Are we going to skip the whole part of the audible, not necessary, running out of isolation? Well, we could talk Which, about it, certainly, okay. but just in the oh. essence of time. Oh, well, since we talked about him oh. visiting with his supporters, here he is uh, returning to the White House. Uh, I just left Walter Reed Medical Center, and it's really something very special. The doctors, the nurses, the first responders, and I learned so much about coronavirus. And one thing that's for certain, don't let it dominate you. Don't be afraid of it. You're going to beat it. We have the best 
medical equipment. We have the best medicines, all developed recently. And you're going to beat it. I went. I didn't feel so good. And two days ago, I could have left two days ago. Two days ago, I felt great, like better than I have in a long time. I said just recently, better than 20 years ago. Don't let it dominate. Don't let it take over your lives. Don't let that happen. We have the greatest country in the world. We're going back. We're going back to work. We're going to be out front. As your leader, I had to do that. I knew there's danger to it, but I had to do it. I stood out front. I led. Nobody that's a leader would not do what I did. And I know there's a risk, there's a danger, but that's okay. And now I'm better, and maybe I'm immune. I don't know. What? But don't let it dominate Antibodies. your lives. Get out there. Be careful. We have the best medicines in the world, and it all happened very shortly, and they're all getting approved, and the vaccines are coming momentarily. Thank you very much. And Walter Reed, what a group of people. Thank you very much. Can I say something about to say there, I mean, that sometimes cards are just shown to say while he's in the incubation period, which can be up to 12 days after one test positive or or yes, test positive. That's what the what the guideline is based on to say that after what many Americans felt was an effort to have a beginning, middle and end to this and have it all go away. Because, hey, look, in four weeks, there's an election and his name is on the ballot November 3. Uh, to say he, he might be immune to it while he is still actively sick in the incubation period and can, of course, gosh, I hope not, seriously, know my heart, he can be hit with some very serious complications for he is a man and, 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 uh, and men get hit harder than women. It's just the data. He is 74, over 55, every five years past 55, uh, the increased likelihood, which is not necessarily high, but but relatively speaking, it gets uh, more significant. And he also has, as I do, certainly a little extra pounds carrying around. That doesn't help either. Uh, why would he say that? Well, I think he'd say it because he is ready to convalesce and continue on. Here's the but thing. He's in the active the president, stages you of know, a sometimes fatal you, illness. You know this as well as I do. And that is that the president knows optics. There is no way that he would have allowed himself to return from Walter Reed to have himself carried out again to go back. And so the president, I think, has his doctors around him. He has a full medical center at his disposal and he is ready to continue on. He's already made it known he wants to debate. He is already ready to, uh, to pick up some of his duties doing it from the White House. But that is part of, part of his plan. And I appreciate that about him. He's a hard worker. He's a leader and he is not going to back down and that's the guy that I voted for and I will vote for again. As we look forward into the Brian and Jen podcast crystal ball to October 15. And of course, uh, our podcast is recorded, obviously. Uh, podcasts are uh, uh, barring uh, any any uh, any uh, any any problems uh, th- that should come up or, or serious issues. And assuming the president isolates as the CDC requires, uh, what could happen at the next scheduled Trump v. Biden debate? Could it be zoomed? Could it be that the candidates are at, at both uh, at different locations? Could Joe Biden say in the interest of the country, I can't get sick. I can't be around him. He didn't he didn't accurately. That'd be in the I, interest of he, Joe Biden, not the country. Did, well, Sure. And as you just said, coming home early from the hospital was 
in the interest of Donald Trump's political career, not necessarily well, in the, the country of to show Donald we have Trump. a strong leader. OK, it's interesting how you say things differently when you talk about different people. But Biden could say, no, I, I, he didn't isolate properly. I'm not going to be near him. What do you think happens on October 15 or no debate at all that it's postponed? I think the only one who would not debate is Joe Biden. I think Joe Biden doesn't want to debate. I think that he would like to just ride it out from now until election day. But I, I think it happens. I He's really ahead do. by double digits in the polls. Well, in and, national and polls, the swings, the swing states that will determine this election are still really, really close, all within the margin of error. And so I think you can look at national polls all day long. I don't even know if President Trump actually I think he defies those national polls. But in, if did, you ask me what did. I think about the debate, I think it'll probably happen. But I think there'll be some modifications. I think though there could be plexiglass, there could be some distance, I but I do. I would it. not be surprised to see wanna, if Biden tries to weasel out. I want to zoom it. I want to zoom all over. Now we need body it. language. Zoom it, zoom it, zoom it, zoom it, zoom it. All right. We thank you for joining us, of course, as you do. Download Apple Podcasts, Spotify, home base, SebGorka.com. We'll continue to follow the election of 2020, one of the more bizarre elections which had a which had an unexpected uh plot twist thrown into it that i never saw coming i don't know about you jen <laughs> but uh, we handle it on the brian and jen podcast it's not-